On tonight's episode of Mind Your Own Business, we meet the founder of a handmade wooden toy brand on a mission to make playtime more accessible. Try again. Celebrating Canadian entrepreneurs who are working to build their businesses their way with your hosts, Kevin Shaw. I live with total sight loss. I'm a serial entrepreneur who loves to build, lead, and inspire. And Pradeep Sangha. I'm an entrepreneur and advisor to other CEOs and entrepreneurs around the world. This is Mind Your Own Business. This week's entrepreneur is Amy. Her fruitless search for inclusive toys led her to creating them herself. First by hand, then through the miracle of modern technology. Santa and the elves, you've been put on notice. There's a new toy maker in town. Hi, I'm Amy Lockwood and I'm the founder of Lockwood. So I was working in children's media for years and kids' television, advocating for um, disability representation in Canadian kids' content. As fate would have it, when I had my son, he was born with multiple disabilities and I wasn't able to work on uh, film sets anymore. Um, And so I switched gears. I decided to pick up um, woodworking. Maybe I should try my hand at making wood toys. It's been absolutely incredible to see how much excitement and demand there is for inclusive toys. And I'm very, very proud to say that uh, most of my customers are able-bodied parents of able-bodied children that recognize that inclusion is important for all children. My wheelchair toy is named Big Wheel, Little Wheel because that's exactly what it is. It's instead of the shape of a car with four equally shaped wheels, there is one large one and one small one, and that is the, the main visual difference for a small child to differentiate between a wheelchair or a stroller or a car, and it opens up all these different conversations about different ways to get around and different ways that people's bodies are built. I'm going to assemble one of my wheelchair toys. This is called Big Wheel, Little Wheel. So we've got Big Wheel, Little Wheel. So a lot of thought went into the design of the chair to make assembly as minimal as possible um, because I have a lot of issues with my hands. I'm disabled. I have a connective tissue disorder that affects all my joints and organs and skin. And whatever I have doesn't actually have a name. I am one of two people ever documented with my genetic mutations, the other person being my son. My son was born with multiple disabilities and my son and I were actually both diagnosed with uh, our disorder on the same day. I have a, a lot of dislocations Uh, and joints all over my body, um, specifically my hands. Um, These aren't just cool rings. Uh, These are actually braces to keep my joints from dislocating. Um, These have changed my life. I am nothing if not ambitious, and with a disability that affects my hands and my arms, I created a handmade business. So I've set up my workshop and I've set up the production process in a way that accommodates my body and my hands. I have had to identify what tools my body can use and then from those limitations have those influence my design for my toys. 
Here we go. This here is uh, my bestie. This is my bandsaw. Over here is a DIY makeshift router table. Uh, this is a big fancy router table, and I actually find this way, way less accessible. It's too complicated. There's too many attachments and things. It's not good for my hands, so I like to stick with this guy. She's not too pretty, but she's very efficient. Because I started this business as a solopreneur, I needed every tool to be able to be operated by myself and only myself. So I have two different sanders that uh, I set up one time and have adjusted everything so that I can just move from sander to sander instead of twisting and turning and changing all the knobs. Lockwood is an online brand. As of right now, we're completely online and having a completely online business is the most accessible way that I can imagine running a business. I came into this industry at a really great point where you can be a fully functional shop and not have a storefront. It's been amazing just to see how word of mouth online can build and sustain a business. One of our biggest um, suggestions from our customer base is more toys. So we're very niche and uh, I've realized we, we need more SKUs, we need more designs. And it's been a, a really um, complicated uh, puzzle to piece together to figure out how to increase production and in increase the amount of SKUs that we have in the store. So recently, we have purchased a CNC machine. What this machine is, is going to allow me to create infinitely more toys and not have to make each one by hand. So this has been a game changer for us. The next step is marketing. We need, we need help with marketing. We need to um, have enough capacity to um, market and, and get the word out. Something else I, I'm really trying to figure out is what parts of this process should we be outsourcing and what should we be keeping in-house? How do we scale and grow this business while maintaining the handmade personal nature of each toy? And how do we do this without me sitting all day um, using my, my poor sore hands to make them. So this is another of my designs. Um, this is called Arch Support. It's uh, my take on the, the wooden rainbow stacker toy. And I originally conceptualized this um, as a gift for a friend who had had a miscarriage. So after uh, when a baby is born after a miscarriage, they're often called a rainbow baby. But not everyone gets that rainbow baby after the miscarriage. And sometimes you have no words to say to someone, but you know that you need to give them a little bit of support. So I designed a gift to be given when there are no other words. I really am passionate about keeping production in Canada. I would really love to keep them in Ontario. All of our wood so far has been Ontario wood, and I would like to keep it that way. And so within these parameters, I, I, I need some help, I need some advice on, on how to navigate the manufacturing world. Some of the challenges that I'm facing the most right now is 
how to scale. So right now the business is um, direct to consumer and I, to expand further, I would like to start wholesaling to other stores. I get a ton of wholesale requests that um, until now, until I got this new CNC machine, I haven't been able to accommodate. So now I'm trying to figure out whether we do this, this hybrid, some direct to consumer from the website and wholesale to other stores. And you know, should some designs only be direct to consumer? Should we only wholesale certain products? I really, I, I'm at a loss for where to go now. Um, and it, I just feel like there's so many different directions that things could go. Would really love some advice. My goals for Lockwood are to make inclusive toys commonplace. I want inclusive toys in every toy shop, in every home. My dreams for the business is to eventually be able to open an accessible toy factory and create jobs for folks with disabilities or bodies and brains that work all different ways. There are so many different hats to wear as an entrepreneur. There's so many different jobs that um, could be filled if we had a large enough space and infrastructure to support that. I personally would like to get to a place within the business where I don't have to be using my body as much. I would like to use my brain and my design skills. I would like to design new toys every day and have systems in place to get those out into the world so that um, it's not my hands getting them out into the world every day. To get me to that place, I think I would need more staff, uh, a larger space. I would need, uh, I would need a more streamlined um, fulfillment process. It feels pretty incredible to see my own son playing with something that I made. It feels very, very personal and um, it's pretty amazing. I'm your host, Kevin Shaw, and with me is our resident business strategist, Pradeep Sangha. Pradeep. Kevin. How's it going? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. You just saw Amy's story with Lockwood. Where does Amy go from here? Well, first, I'm totally inspired by her story. This is an amazing woman with a physical disability with her hands, and she's making wood toys. Like, how awesome is that? It's pretty cool. So I think she has the biggest skills that it takes to be a successful entrepreneur, which is persistence and resilience. So I think the only thing that's left is actually working out the mechanics of how she's going to scale her business. But before we get into that, I just want to say, I'm definitely going to be buying the toys that she's making for the kids in my family. You know, it's such an amazing part of business we don't talk about. It's always focus on numbers and pie charts and bar graphs and, you know, we never think about the resilience and the persistence part. Let's see what our mentors have to say. I'm Karen Wong. I'm a CEO and entrepreneur who has built self-funded businesses from scratch. As a mentor, I help people learn from my wins and mistakes. I'm Henny Yeshidu, award-winning founder, investor, and marketing specialist. My first job, newspaper boy at age 11. I'm Jasmine Ganey-Hobbs, and throughout the course of my career, I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs to succeed. Well, Amy Lockwood joins us now via video conference. Amy, welcome to Mind Your Own Business. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, Amy. Amy, Amy we've heard a lot about your uh, business. And where do you think you need the most help right now? 
I need some direction. I, I'm a bit at a loss of where to take the business, whether I should focus in on marketing or whether I should take the business, um, business to business or stay business to consumer. Uh, I, I really need some advice on where to go as I grow. Jasmine, did you have a question for Amy? few thoughts actually. Well, Amy, I think the first thing you obviously need to do is to define what the next phase of your business growth looks like. And in order to appropriately and adequately do that, I think you need some financial analysis. So it's a very different ball game if you have a business to consumer model compared to if you have a business to business model. But once you run the two numbers and you look at your costs, your, your sales, and what um, the core relation would be between increased capacity, profitability, employee expenses, etc. You can have a better understanding. You'll be able to match up your two spreadsheets and see how can you best grow the business. My personal feeling is, in what I've heard, is that a hybrid business model of business uh, to business and business to consumer is probably the direction you're going to want to go in to maximize upon your growth, as, as well as to lock down on what you have right now. Well, who doesn't have fun with spreadsheets? Uh, Karen, where do you think uh, Amy should go with her, uh, with her business and what should be her area of focus? Well, I'm glad Jasmine mentioned the fact that she should go over the analytics and the numbers, but some of the things that people sometimes forget when they are manufacturing products is some of the fundamentals such as, you know, legal and insurance, right? So I think you want to really think about right now, um, for example, was workers' compensation. As you expand with that CNC machine, you're going to be hiring more workers. That cost definitely needs to be included in those financials. And of course, there are also a lot of opportunities. You mentioned funding, I think, in a previous discussion. And so funding, for example, the, the government has a lot of apprenticeship uh, grants that will allow you to hire more Canadians locally, train them, and subsidize that without any cost to you and without any uh, extra equity uh, being given away. So these are things that I would suggest. Maybe um, Amy is taking a look at your current operations to see what's working well and what's not working so great because it's great to think about growing and scaling, but that also adds some additional challenges as well. And so if you know what's working in your business, maybe you can find some partners that can help you with some of the stuff that's not working. For example, do you have to manufacture yourself or can you have a partner that can do that for you? And I recall you saying that you like the creativity part, you like designing the toys and I think you do great on the marketing side, too, because I think you have a great story. I think you have a great product, and I think more people need to hear from you. Henny, thoughts yeah. for uh, Amy? Sure, Amy. Now let's get to the fun stuff, which is the marketing. I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those big spaces that all, honestly can convert to revenue, but also help you with your brand story. So run us down through what your marketing strategy is uh, that you've used in the past so we can get a better understanding and see how we can help you out in that space. My marketing strategy has, has all been organic. All my growth has been organic. And most of my sales come from Instagram and Facebook. Um, I have the shop feature on both. And um, in terms of content, I tend to focus on process and product. So behind the scenes of making the product and then um, the product itself, uh, either in lifestyle shots with um, my customers, with my my little wee children holding the toys or um, product shots of, of the different toys. 
Yeah, no, and that's an amazing strategy because you know you're focusing on the story and also what your product entails. I think there's something that you can add to this, which is a platform that you know a lot of us love and hate, which is TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, it is an underutilized app, especially for brands that have an e-commerce platform. So I highly recommend you getting on that platform, and you can still use the same content you've used on Instagram. Try to convert into video series. And post it on TikTok because TikTok doesn't rely on your followers; it relies on virality. So if your if your ideas and your story is viral, it is so easy for you to expand that network and also get a massive following. But also, if you have a, a call to action on each of your video, whether it's to purchase a product or land on your website, that is a huge conversion that you are missing out on currently that you can install within this month and see great growth from there. I'm on it. That sounds like something that's very achievable in the next thirty days,、uh, Amy. What do, you, what do you think about that? Absolutely, I'll start this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wonderful. So, in one word, in the next month, where does Amy go? We'll start with you, Jasmine. Analysis and sky's the limit. Any? Double down on the marketing. Aaron. Back to basics. Pradeep. Have a plan. This is mind your own business. When we met Amy before the break, she had turned her interest in woodworking into an inclusive handmade toy brand. She met with the mentors who advised her on ways to move forward. Pradeep visited Amy 30 days later in Toronto to see what progress had been made. So, Amy, it's been a while since we chatted last. How are things going with your business? They've been going really well. They've been going really well.、Um, we've been trying to apply a lot of the advice that we got from from you entrepreneurs, and、um, we have gotten into wholesaling, and it's going really well. Wow! Yeah, yeah. That's a big step. It is. It is. Because、um, I've really been wrestling with whether or not to to do it, but I'm really glad we did.、Um, when we Launched wholesale and announced that we were going to start wholesaling. We actually got an order six minutes after announcing from、oh. one of the biggest wood wood toy retailers、six、in、minutes. Canada. Yeah, that's going to be、minutes. a record.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they've been following us for a long time and were waiting for us to start wholesaling. So that just kind of blew my mind and really, really hammered it home. Pun intended. How did that, that happen? How did they find、it? out that you were wholesaling? They were following me on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, we so, announced it on Instagram, and then six minutes later, we had a large order from this this big、uh, toy brand. So, so Instagram and not TikTok. Not TikTok yet. Okay. Not TikTok. So Henny, too bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know you really wanted me to be on the TikTok. I'm on the TikTok、uh, at the Lockwood, but、um, I'm having a lot more success、um, with very similar content on Instagram, which is interesting.、Um, so the social media marketing side is working. It is. It is.、Uh, we've got a good audience on Instagram and Facebook as well. Facebook is coming,、um, but we're getting lots of shares on Instagram, and it's amazing what one influencer's post can do for sales. Wow! It's wild. It's wild. And with your big expansion now into wholesale, I know we also talked about maybe partnering with an external、um, organization or production facility to help with. The obviously the production of your toys because we see this lovely CNC machine here, but I'm sure it can only handle so much. Yes, we found a wonderful woodworking shop that has okay a CNC machine much bigger than this one. This one is four by four. 
they have one that's 30 by 30. Wow. So, that's yes, huge. it's pretty great. So we have um, a digital file that we can send to them, to their CNC machine, and they can make exactly the product that we make here, but in much higher volumes. So it's great to have them on board and in our back pocket for those big um, orders that are just going to keep on coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. And how do you feel about your business overall? I feel really great about it. I feel very creatively fulfilled and I, 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 tr- I truly think that I'm spreading inclusion one toy at a time. I'm, I'm starting conversations between parents and kids about disability and about wood and trees and um, it, I'm just so tickled by, by all of that. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, that's great. That's Thank so amazing. You. I love I love your toys. I love your energy. And I truly wish you the very best. Thank you so much. And thank you for your help. You're welcome. Amy's story is riveting, and we certainly hope she nails it. Find out more about Lockwood and Amy at www.thelockwood.ca. That's our show. Next time, we'll bring you the story of another entrepreneur whose drive and passion will prove to us that action plus dreams can change the world. Until then, support the entrepreneurs in your life, mind your own business, and remember success comes in a can. Failure comes in a cannot. not.